Like a grand and miraculous spaceship, our planet has sailed through the universe of time. And for a brief moment, we have been among its passengers. But where are we going? And what kind of future will we discover there? Surprisingly, the answers lie in our past. Since the dawn of recorded history, we've been inventing the future one step at a time. So let's travel back in time together. I'll show you how our ancestors created the world we know today. And then it will be your turn to create the world of tomorrow. Here in this hostile world. Judy Dang Judy Dench. Damn, Judy Dench. Thank you for narrating the Spaceship Earth. I was getting emotional just listening to that. Because, you know, it's been... One of those... Jeez, it's probably been three years since I've been to Epcot. And I miss it. You know, I used to work just a couple couple miles from it. So I do miss it. I know... I know a lot of people have not been to Epcot in five years, six years, seven years, ten years. Tenure. For professors. Um, I know that, but you know, when you see it every day, you get kind of accustomed to it. And then you don't see it every day. It's just like pandemic, you know, <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, I missed that. Especially since, you know, Spaceship Earth, um, this Judy Dench version uh, may not be around by the time we're able to go again. But I'm rambling here. I'm rambling. We're talking Epcot, obviously, because Spaceship Earth is the symbol of Epcot. It is the um, Spaceship Earth is to Epcot as the castle is to Magic Kingdom, and we're just keeping the good times rolling, baby. You know, obviously, um, it's attraction quotes week. You're, I mean, it's Wednesday now, so you're well aware of this. This is the routine. This is the pattern. Um, it's not even really a secret what Hector and I are doing anymore. This podcast event miniseries, but yes, Hector Servin is returning now, and we're dishing on the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Yeah, we're just going to crush some Epcot quotes. We're going to dash around the world, showcase a bit, explore Future World, um, really go in deep on a park that is more word, it's more linguistic than really any other park. So a lot of quotes to choose from here. And uh, <laughs> how <laughs> how much how much do you think uh, they're selling, they're going to, they had hocked the Spaceship Earth for? Uh, I'd say 850. 850? Tell him he's dreaming love to hear that um cool good stuff um epcot let's do it let's do it okay let's find actually before we do it let's find a new acronym for epcot everyone please um everyone please corral our time everyone please corral our time so you can listen to the Epcot podcast. Ooh, we're gonna workshop that acronym next time I do an next time I do an Epcot themed podcast. Whenever that will be, we'll have a better acronym for you, baby. We're 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 back here. Happy Wednesday. Um, I only pressed. I only started recording because Hector said he was eating a Reese's cup and I wanted to catch him in the act. It was pizza. I said pizza. Oh, I thought you said Reese's cup. <laughs> Some za. <laughs> What flavor of pizza? No, I know. Um, I don't know. I think I think I read the Buckhead Mediterranean. You don't know what flavor? Mediterranean. Oh, Mediterranean. So that would be like some hummus. <laughs> no, it's, I think it's <laughs> olives and feta. 
um, grilled tomatoes. Is it really good? Do you like it? Spinach. If only they had. Um, yeah, it's pretty tasty. If only they had grease in World Showcase. You know, who's to say? I mean, we could have a Mamma Mia. <gasps> if there was a Mamma Mia, Mia if there's a Mamma Mia sing along like the Frozen sing along, I'd probably cream my tight little jeans. <laughs> Just like the Mama did in Mamma Mia. Rest in peace, Donna Sheridan. There you go. <laughs> um, well, here we are in Epcot. You said there's probably not going to be any honorable mentions for this because I think we both um, didn't... Like, you, I'm going to st- tell you right now, there is one on my list. I'm not sure. You have, a, you have an honorable mention? No, I have just one thing on my list. You have just one? Oh, my God. I can't... I don't know what... <laughs> when you said that you have a whole list for Epcot, I was shocked. There's so many great ones. I don't understand how. There's I can I can probably come up with another one. What about you go? Like in the big blue world. No, I don't see I don't get on the right. Go with the flow. Oh. I don't get on that. That is from Nemo, right? Yeah, that's a Nemo. Okay, is this on your list? Because we can talk about this when we get to it. It's not on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't get on that right because the, the scene with the the monster fish, I cannot deal with that. The angler? Yes. Why not? Yeah. You don't like that fish? It's terrifying. Wow, I did not know that you were afraid of that. I hate it. We'll just don't go. It, it's, it's more frightening because it's like, isn't it just? It's black. It's all pitch black, and then it's just the angler fish, just illuminated, and it's terrifying. Yeah, you're in the you're in the briny depths. No, get me out. Um. So how should we? Should do you want me to just like bang out some, and then we'll get to your number one real quick? Uh, you you go. I have. You start. Well, my number five, it comes from the American Adventure. Um, and I, I don't, I don't like the American Adventure. I'll say that off the top. Um, mostly because I'm not a big fan of a lot of America, to be honest. I um, was going to say, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you don't like America? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of it. Um, people have said that this should be replaced with a Hamilton sing-along. Um, I think that would no. make that would make the the far left probably uh, really mad. But I'm I'm a Hamilton apologist, so I wouldn't be upset about it. It is on the plus. Um, you you said an adamant no though. So. <laughs> no. I mean, it would be better than like, like, the fucking Ben Franklin. I would rather watch what we have now than Hamilton. <laughs> But I, I have, as my number four quote, it's the song. Because the song is one of the worst pieces of garbage you'll ever hear in your life. Um, <laughs> but it's like, America, spread your golden wings. Sail on freedom's wind across the sky. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? What What is freedom's have you, wind? <laughs> have you watched The Boys? No. 
Oh, okay, never mind. I'm sure there's a, the listeners would love to hear anyway. There's, um, in the season two, they sing this song for a hero that died, and it's, it, it's now reminding me of what I imagine that song is like from American Adventure. It's a horrible is, song. Yeah. Like, the only song that's worse is, like, the actual national anthem itself. <laughs> oh, see. Oh, God. It's such an awful song. <laughs> like, it's so overplayed. The national anthem should be, like, 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 uh, fucking Ponder Replay by Rihanna. It, it does need a remix. And it's just, like, America, spread your golden wings, sail on freedom's wind, like, blow my brains out. <laughs> uh, but I included well, it because it just know, it makes me laugh. It's so over the top. It's just like this hot button patriotic dogma, and everyone's like, "Yeah, America!" And I'm like, "Oh God!" Get over yourselves. It just makes me laugh every time. I'm like, "Oh, it's so over the top with its patriotism." Like, Jesus Christ, why do we have napkins with a flag on it? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like I'm washing my grimy hands with a flag. People love the flag here. I don't get it. It's just it's just a flag. <laughs> My God. This is going to get me canceled by like the alt right. Yeah. They're going to the alt right is going to like Ben Shapiro is going to find this podcast and I'm like going to have to find a new job or something. Well, Dave Mello is uh despicable. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this is actually not Dave Mello speaking. This is Chris um Blinton. And I am Baby Duke. <laughs> baby Duke. At your service. Um My uh I do have I do have one in my list though. Oh let's I hear broke it. Down, and it is from I mean, they changed it now. It is now uh the Canada video is now narrated by uh, Catherine O'Hara O'Hara and Eugene Levy. But it used to be done by Martin Short. Which I think it was better because they didn't let Eugene Levy or Catherine be funny. They didn't let him be funny in the new one. So it's kind of a bummer. But it's like right at the beginning he, uh, Martin Short comes out and he, he's like telling the narrator like oh you've never been to Canada or whatever what are you talking about and he goes I think that these good people deserve to hear from someone who knows what's in Canada someone who loves Canada who grew up there and then the narrator goes is Celine Dion here no Celine Dion is not here <laughs> I've never seen the Martin Short version oh man it was, it was pretty good it was a good mix of funny and education well, they play they play Celine Dion music like non-stop in that pavilion so it's a it's a good fit. That's all they have. <laughs> they have <laughs> they have Celine Dion and like sometimes they remember they have Seth Rogen. <laughs> and the Flash. The Flash. Um I like the idea that they're like Martin Short is just not resonating with the kids th- these days. But you know you know what a long term solution for that would be? It's Eugene <laughs> Levy and Catherine O'Hare. 
<laughs> from the same like I know they're on Shit's Creek, but regardless, they're on this they're from the same generation as Martin Short. Moira <laughs> What? David <laughs> Now I'm coughing. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I thought about the O Canada Pavilion, but I couldn't include a quote because I've never saw I never saw the show. I've never seen the Canada show. I probably have when I was a kid. I just don't remember it really. Yeah, it's it's like cute to watch, but it's not gonna stick in your head. Like I, I went through like the impressions de France and um reflections of China as well and I'm like I really just can't nothing comes to mind. I know they're like no. decent, but still, I don't know. Both of the, yeah, but those are like serious. Like you couldn't quote the only thing you get a quote from there is like a fact. I just got a I got a text here from this. It's from Ashley. She's asking me if I'm registered to vote. I've been getting those, and one of them was like, "Can I?" Get... And I was just like, "Yes." What did you say? You just completely cut out the whole time. No, I didn't cut out. I just didn't say what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Ashley, I have, I can make a, tra- I can make a transition. Speaking of yeah, Ashley, Ashley sounds like Rick Astley. Rick Astley mm-hmm. is never going to give you up. And what, mm-hmm. what we're never going to give up is our hope and what I have the most hope about is in renewable energy. And that brings me all the way to the land pavilion on living with the land specifically. And wow. at the end of it, when they say, well, the, the narrative, I don't, I don't think they have a narrator anymore. Maybe they do. I'm not entirely sure. Um, it's been a minute. But regardless, I remember at some point it has the greatest title ride name drop ever when it says it ends with together we can continue to find more ways to increase food production and protect our precious natural environment only then will we be truly living with the land (laughs) and it's like oh shit they said the name of the ride and they dropped a little bit of eco-friendly goodness that i always love so it's perfect i i definitely it's one of my favorite rides i I I quite enjoy the trip through the uh, like all the vegetables and stuff. I think I genuinely find that very interesting. I really don't remember a lot of talking in that ride. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> okay, so they must have gotten rid of the speaker then. Uh, I don't know. I it's probably still there. I just I really have never paid attention. To it. <laughs> have you done the, the seeds tour? No, I wanted to. Don't you pay for it, right? Yeah, it's like 30 bucks or something. 10 bucks or something. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I living with the land, I don't flip out for it, but, you know, it's like a wholesome reminder that it's still there. I like, just know, like, knowing that it's there is like a comforting thing, I think. Makes you feel nice. Yeah, I feel like a little cute boy. <laughs> what else about you, boy? My uh, my number four. I do have one and pulling this one out of my ass. <laughs> um, it comes from Soren. Ooh. 
and like this is another one where they have such a good person in the video but they don't make him funny and that's patrick warburton love it um but i do enjoy this little part especially because of the visual gag like he comes out he's like can i do it he's let me see i would love it if you could do a patrick warburton impression no here's how i always like warm up to do it it's Hey Peter, hey Peter, <laughs> hey Peter, and he goes, listen, when the doors open to your flight, please take a seat, store all carry-on items in the underseat compartment. This includes cameras, purses, hats, and of course, these little beauties. And then he points out the like making ears, <laughs> and the guy takes them off and puts them under the seat, but he's got like a, he's like balding. <laughs> So he's like wearing it to hide it. That's actually not the best. I lost it at the end there, but I mean, I've heard many Patrick Warburton attempted impressions in my life, and that was easily the best of them. He's not easy to get. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm telling you, the way I try to warm up is that, hey Peter, hey Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a little bit of sore in love coming soon as well. Ooh. But it's not coming next. Okay. Instead, we're moving to Spaceship Earth here. Where um I've ne- I never experienced the Jeremy Irons version. I know many people lose their shit whenever somebody says something good about the Judy Dench version because they grew up with the Jeremy Irons version and then therefore it's untouchable. However, I never experienced Jeremy Irons. I only experienced Judy Dench. And I love when she is talking about how language was formed. And she is in Egypt, where, where the ride is in Egypt, and she says, um, the Phine- about the Phoenicians, she says, they create a simple, common alphabet to most languages. Adaptable to most languages. Remember how easy it was to learn your ABCs? Thank the Phoenicians. They invented them. Love that quote. I'm trying to quickly follow your lead and take one from Spaceship Earth. Did you forget it was a ride? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I like I know what they say, but I never pay attention to the words <laughs> on that ride. I mean, the words are like a good like it's like half the experience. I know, and especially not like I. I don't know. Like, now that I'm thinking about that, you said it's Judy Dench. I'm like, you're right, it is. Because <laughs> I can just hear her voice. Like, I can hear it, and I'm like, yeah. I mean. And she's like, Bond? No. Mm. So here's to the next 30 years. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's scarily closer than I thought you'd be able to do. <laughs> Well, no one knows for sure what we'll see or do. I do know it would be a quite an adventure. No, that's just a generic British voice. I mean, that's what they all sound like to me. I can't tell the difference between Judy <laughs> Dench and Helen Mirren. I will use what I just said as my... 
Oh no! Here's my uh, my uh, number three, right? I have no. I have, I've lost track. <laughs> On behalf of Siemens, welcome aboard. That's it. That's a, it's very evocative. Gets the people going. Like it just gets you excited to be on that ride. I'm um, trying to look at the quote where she talks about um, Steve Jobs. Oh, it's she calls it a garage. If you do Control F for garage, she doesn't specifically mention Steve Jobs. Yeah. Like it's like of of all places, a garage in California or something. What's your next one? Your My next two. one is still from Spaceship Earth. Okay. It's um, this is when I I said at the beginning I said I had, I would eventually be monologuing. Here it is. Um, the nothing makes me more like I love Spaceship Earth. It's one of my favorite rides ever, 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 ever. I love it so much. I do enjoy the ride, even though I I'm saying I don't pay attention. I do enjoy the ride. It's a great ride. It's like perfect, and it's like so unique. Um. There's even one time where I was um, somebody was picking me up from Epcot, and they said, "Yeah, I'm about ten minutes away." And I was at the entrance, and I was like, "I should just go on Spaceship Earth. It takes like ten minutes. That would be awesome." So I just went on, and it was my whatever the opposite of a regret is that is that experience. Um, so, but my number two is from Spaceship Earth, and it's um, the monologue when she says, "Like a grand and miraculous spaceship, our planet has sailed through the universe of time, and for a brief moment." We have been among its many passengers. But where are we going? And what kind of future will we discover there? Surprisingly, the answers lie in our past. Since the dawn of recorded history, we've been inventing the future one step at a time. So let's travel back in time together. I'll show you how our ancestors created the world we know today. And then it will be your turn to create the world of tomorrow. It's a great quote. It's riddled with cliches, but they're used, they're, they're delivered with such a... like gravitas by Judy Dench that you hardly even notice them and it just feels like the kind of writing that inspires you to like reach for the stars like in a literal way like literally reach for the stars as best you can Yeah, I love that quote it really sets up the ride in such a great way and yeah like the, as you were reading it like I can hear her saying it right <laughs> it's like the perfect thesis statement for, so for like Epcot. Back in time. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. Love that ride. Love that quote. I hope against hope that they when they refurbish it they don't get rid of the ride. Well they said they're gonna change it a lot, right? But I like like I love like the the Michelangelo sequence. Like I'm like oh, I just love that so much. Please don't change too much about it. Or when Rome Another burns. English person yeah. They'll probably go to like Tom Hiddleston or something. But like I'm okay with the voice changing. I just don't want like the scenes to change. Sure. And so in place my number two, let's speculate who's gonna be the next British voice. I bet you know you know who it's probably gonna be? Is like Sterling K. Brown. Like, I want it to be somebody British. They're going to be like, you know who's cool? It's Sterling K. Brown. Even though we've all, like, moved on collectively from Sterling K. Brown. And they'll just, like, use his <laughs> voice. And everyone will be like, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a fine voice. It's not special, but it's okay, I guess. So you're saying get away from the English. 
I think I wouldn't be surprised if they went American with it. Hmm. I don't think it's like James Bond where they have to be British. Should we get like let's get Stallone? Okay, that would I would actually be opposed to. Oh yeah, I hate his voice. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> What's his friend's name in Rocky? Rocky? Adrian. Oh, you Adrian. 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 All right. It's like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Oh, God. A planet is saved to the universe of time. I'm the toy maker. <laughs> they should do Jerry Seinfeld. So what's the deal? It's what's a spaceship. <laughs> it's not a ship. It's a spaceship. <laughs> Come on. Um. We've got to get to the deal. Is this Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I can't do Arnold. <laughs> The sliding doors of your time machine will close automatically. What about Christopher Walken? Mm, that is he alive? Yeah. <laughs> John Malkovich. Like a like a grand and miraculous <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> Our planet. A sail to the universe of time. That's it. By the time he'd finished, you'd be in like the the scene where the like the civil war ends. <laughs> John Malkovich doing it like, yeah, that's like, like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Our planet has sailed through the universe of time. Not bad. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm, I'm just trying to live up to your impressions, you know. No, no, you're too kind. Do you have a number? Do you What's have a number two? Number I'm my number one. No, that was my number two. Oh, okay. Population was number two. <laughs> that works. Um, my number one. We're gonna go back to Soren for this one. Um, I love what you mentioned. That's a that's one. Of, that's a great part of it. Um, but um, it's because it is like the best um safety ride thing ever made. Um, in my opinion. And he also parodied it as well in for Funny or Die. They did a it's like a roller coaster called Zero Gravity Gulch, and um, he just they just make fun of those pre ride safety videos. And uh, I don't I haven't seen it in years. I want to rewatch it after this, and I'll send you the link too. But it's very funny. Um, it's like three minutes long, but it's uh but my, but it's not my number one. is not coming from that. It's from um, <laughs> when. He tells that he says that you gotta buckle up, and if there's like a kid, um, you have to buckle them up by putting the buckle through the loop, and then it demonstrates with like the kid's father putting his seatbelt through the loop and then buckling it, and then the kid gives him a thumbs up even though he did nothing, and Patrick Warburton's just like, <laughs> "Nice work, pal." <laughs> it's so funny. Smaller aviators. <laughs> smaller. That's perfect. Yes, that's smaller aviators. He's got like the big grin on his face even if he did absolutely nothing to earn it. Nice work, pal. 
<laughs> nice work, Val. He just indulges him. It's so good. I love that uh, quote. I'm going to say... Uh, my, my number one will definitely just be the whole song from Grand Fiesta Tour. We three caballeros. That one? Yeah. They say we are birds of a feather. Do you like Grand Fiesta Tour? Oh, I love it. Oh, thank you. It's so good. I... I'm actually upset at any time at any mention of Chaining the Coco. See, like, I love the Caballeros. I love anything Donald Duck mythology. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't mind Coco as well. Like, I like Coco's too. But I do like the three I'm, Caballeros, and I wouldn't be mad if it doesn't change. I'm not saying that that like changing it to Coco would be a bad idea, or that it would ruin. It would be a terrible ride. I'm not saying that. I just would really not want it to change. It's because it's like, and with the little boat ride, the scenic boat ride before the Donald Duck stuff, it's just a perfect creation. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd keep the little, like, you know, the ride by the restaurant. Probably. And then they'd be like, ah! Um,. Make me on poco loco. On poco gigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigig